0: Welcome to Battle of the Mind. My name is Taylor Masusi, and I'm here to help you address your limiting beliefs, manifest your dreams into a reality, and find tools that work for you. If you're here, it means that you're ready to kick your inner critic to the curb, step into your authentic self, and find your superpower. I'm here to help you unpack your past as it reflects into the future, find and use tools to support you, and become the badass that you are. Think of this podcast as your go-to self-care formula for all things growth, empowerment, awareness, mindfulness, and so much more. I'm here to help you step into your power. If you're ready for abundance, alignment, and acceptance, then this is the right place for you. Welcome to Battle of the Mind, and let's get started in today's episode. Hey guys, we have Anna here. Anna, introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them who you are and what you do.
1: Hi, I'm Anna. Um, I'm a full-time college student in Denver, Colorado, but I also have a photography side hustle, which I do as well as studying. And then I've also recently started a podcast, really inspired by T here. So (laughs) yeah, super excited to be on her podcast.
0: Mm, Thank you so much for coming on. So before we dive into all the things about You and your experience, we're going to just talk about where we met. So, we met at the level of retreat. So, to start us off, what was life like before the retreat?
1: Okay, that's a good question. So, before the retreat, I was already into self development and all that type of thing, but I wasn't really. I didn't have a community that really supported me behind that. Like, I have a few friends um, and people that I knew that were also into that type of thing, but no one who really, truly, like, understood the level that I was at. And also, I want to say that I'm 18, so I was on the younger side of the the retreat. I was the youngest one there. I Mm -hmm. was 17, actually, when I went on. Um, And so, coming out of the retreat, this kind of goes into the ending, what I've got out of it, but... um, I really just like came out of it having so much support from everyone who was involved and from people that I never thought I would have connected with if it wasn't for the retreat. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe if I met them in a coffee shop, like we would never have the same relationship we have now because we went right into the deep stuff. We like didn't hold back even Mm -hmm. on the first night, like everyone was in tears, like really just being their true authentic selves. And I love that and um everyone was just so honest and true to themselves and I think that was the coolest part about it and how we bonded and connected so quickly because and it was funny we were just talking about this earlier but we really didn't know each other from a surface level (laughs) once we got back and like started facetiming and just continued our friendship but because only what we knew was those deep emotions that we all have and the feelings and all that but So it was kind of fun to, like, start these friendships from the opposite side, Mm -hmm. Um, starting with the deep stuff and then going into learning more about the surface level and all that about each other's lives. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. That was the most interesting part. It's like, I know way more about people at the retreat than I do with, like, friends back at home. like, this is so weird. Like, this is such an interesting dynamic, but I'm here for Mm -hmm. it.
1: Yes, loved it.
0: So outside of the community, what else was your biggest takeaway, like, for yourself personally?
1: I guess, um, so I loved how Tay and Cass both did, like, kind of mini TED Talks Mm -hmm. um, when we were there, kind of on different topics. So we had one about procrastination and how that leads to perfectionism and how those two are correlated. And then I think we had another one about how to stop caring what others think and mm-hmm. something like that yeah and so those are really impactful for me because i feel like i mean i've listened to youtube videos or listen to podcasts about those topics in the past and i've always been interested in topics like that but having someone like stand in front of you and like connect those topics to their personal experience and share with you like um how it's changed their lives like that was super meaningful for me so coming out of it i really just like embrace the fact that I don't care what other people think and like being my true self and knowing like the people that I want um to have around me and that will support me will come and the people who aren't going to be there for me are just going to fade away Mm -hmm. and so that really empowered me and then I know I already touched on this but the community I just felt so inspired and um just empowered going out of it feeling like I could do anything which sounds cheesy but it's so true like I, out of it, I started the podcast. I got more serious about my photography business, and things have just been like life's been so good after. <laughs> um, as crazy as it sounds like, and not even the fact that it was like the retreat that kind of caused this, it was more just like I have a community of people who are supporting me, and I know that I can do whatever I want, and there's always going to be people behind my back.
0: Mm, snaps for that. I love that. Um, you touched, I mean, you covered the retreat so perfectly, and I have to say something that really stuck out to me, like, after you brought up the talks that they did at the retreat, like, sometimes you, like, forget about them, and then you just, like, need it to be reinforced, and yesterday on Tay's story, she said embarrassment is a choice and confidence is a choice, and I was like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that, because the procrastination perfectionism perfectionism comes up sometimes and like that's the last thing I needed like Mm -hmm. yes so mic drop there so shifting a little bit out of the retreat and how we met I want to do a icebreaker into your life what are you most excited about when moving to Colorado oh
1: okay good question um I guess I'm just so excited for all the independence that's to come. I've always, um, I mean, I'm only 18, so I've always lived with my family and had people around me kind of doing stuff for me, kind of always in my life, organizing my plans and all that. So I'm definitely looking forward to just like being fully responsible for myself and just like, um, yeah, just being independent, but also just obviously meeting new people and having new connections and learning about others experiences like that's what I loved about the retreat as well It's just I love connecting with others and I'm just super excited to get like a refresh of new people a new environment and obviously explore Colorado because it's beautiful Mm -hmm. I love the outdoors so I'm super excited about all that
0: Mm -hmm. all good things love traveling (laughs) I'm so excited for the photos you're going to be taking so speaking of photos what got you into photography
1: so my dad um, has been a photographer for as long as I've known him and always had a camera with him wherever we went, whether it was like a family vacation or my sports growing up. And so I always kind of viewed him as the photographer, but um, he wanted me to get into it a little bit. So um, he passed down one of his older cameras to me and we started, it wasn't until about maybe five years ago that we started consistently going to do sunrise pictures in the morning. So on the weekends, um, we would wake up at 4 or 5 a.m., go downtown um, in Milwaukee and take pictures of the sunrise over the lake. And that kind of started it. And I'll be honest, um, it was mostly what got me up every day was us getting coffee afterward and getting breakfast. (laughs) But um, the photography part kind of just followed. And then it it was probably about two years ago now that I had my first shoots with um actually like people and portraits work and I really fell in love with that too because I love connecting with people and that was a way to do it and um I loved what I loved the most about it was getting the people's reactions to when they see their photos and them not knowing how um beautiful they can look and Mm -hmm. like seeing them just like love how they look and love the like artwork they created I guess Mm -hmm. um And so, I just loved um, serving people in that way, and I've been doing it ever since.
0: Mm. So, it's like every question that I think I'm going to ask next, you kind of already cover it a little bit, (laughs) but I'm going to ask this one anyway for you to go more in-depth. What does photography, like, mean to you, and what makes you passionate about it the most?
1: Yeah, so, um, like I said, I started out with landscape photography and sunrises, and I liked that, but I never, like, loved it. And because of that, I never really felt like photography was something that I could really make into a career or even, like, a side hustle. But when I got into portrait work and working with people and seeing how much they love the process of the photo shoot, seeing how much they love seeing their pictures after and all that, I just fell in love with that whole process of it. And Mm -hmm. so portrait work is what really got me inspired to – Take continue taking photos and serving more people and just being there for them and capturing these memories and that's what I love because personally I take so many photos even on my phone mm-hmm. and I just love being able to just to capture the memory of that time or that moment mm-hmm. and I love doing that for other people and um so
0: they have that with them forever. Mm I love that. I I'm, I'm the same exact way. I've been taking photos forever just on my phone, capturing the moments. <laughs> yeah. I always had um a fear that like I'll get dementia and then not remember anything. I was like I need to take photos. So it kind of became <laughs> an obsession for me when I was really young and it's like, yeah. oh, this is something that like people make money off of. What? Yeah. I want to try this really. thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
0: So, So with your, you're going away to college, the listeners now know that, um, (laughs) what is your major and why did you choose it?
1: So, I'm studying international business and so I grew up living internationally. My mom's from Slovakia and my dad's from the U.S. So, when I grew up, um, we moved back and forth between the States and Europe and so I lived all over. I now speak four languages. Every time we moved, I kind of picked up a new language. And so just international um, business and relations in general was something I was always leaning towards because I knew I wanted that aspect um, to be involved in my career. And so, and then the business side, um, I, I think business is just so versatile. And no matter what I wanna do, like having a strong business foundation is so important. But also ideally, I guess my dream um, career would be to have my own business one day. I'm not exactly sure what that will look like yet, but that would be my dream. So that's what it is right now. And then I'm also planning on doing, um, a couple minors in the different languages that I know.
0: Okay. So how many years of schooling is it going to be for you?
1: Um, it should be four. Four.
0: Okay. So where do you see yourself 10 years from
1: now? Uh, that's a t- really tough question <laughs> and I've always kind of hated these questions because I feel like I'm so young and I just don't know what to do like even a year ago I didn't know where I was going for college I didn't know what I was going to major in so it kind of just overwhelmed me and kind of freaked me out to be honest but um I guess I would love to I'm not. I can't get super specific about yeah, it but yeah that's I know fine. what I would love to like feel is just like um financial freedom I guess is like a big thing I want to be able to travel with my career whatever it is um I want to be able to through that experience new cultures and new people and learn more about their stories um I hopefully will be keeping up my photography even if it's not my full-time business but definitely have that as a um as a hobby and then just um I love the idea of just like making connections um everywhere around the world and I've had that since um I was young because of my international experiences but I don't really want to be tied down to one place so just having something very flexible Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like my dream life
0: I love that I love that it's gonna be a reality one day but (laughs) since community is such a big aspect of your life you love that if you were to create a community what would the culture the dynamic the energy be like
1: that's such a hard question um well I guess it kind of depends what kind of community it would be but I would have to say just in general like a positive these are going to sound kind of basic I guess but Mm -hmm. a positive uplifting community where um people have just like unconditional support for one another like no matter what ideas or what um things you might be working on like knowing that you can get there and having people support you. That's really been something huge for me. Um, And honestly, through like seeing people like T and Cass and Taylor um, all from the retreat, um, I've learned that like, you don't have to know what you want to do for the rest of your life right now. Mm -hmm. And you can always do multiple, more than one thing. You don't have to figure out your career and stick with that for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You can be so flexible with it. And um, that's just like proven to me that I don't have to stress about what I'm doing right now because it can change and it can pivot and I can do 10 things at once or I can do two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want like the community going back to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want people to know that and know that, um, having many passions is not something that you not need to like narrow down for yourself. It's something that you should just expand on anything that you're passionate about. Just go after it and see where it takes you.
0: Mm, I love that. Um, you kind of already are creating a community in a sense with your podcast. So shifting a little bit to your podcast, what inspired you to start the podcast and tell them a little bit about what it is?
1: Yeah, so I've always known that in my lifetime, I was going to start a podcast but I just kind of, it never felt like the right time, and I've been guilty of, like, using this excuse for, like, different things, but um, UT have actually, were the one to tell me, like, there's never going to be a perfect time, so you just have to start it, and then just go with it, so that really, like, inspired me. I'm like, you know what, like, I'm, I was, like, kind of saying, okay, once I move to college, and once I have my life sorted out, like, I can start it, and it'll just be all figured out, but, like, right now, like, is a perfect time because I don't know what's going to happen in a month or a year. So I just, and also after the retreat, I just felt so inspired and called to share so many things. So I just started it. It's called the Wonderless Life Pod um, podcast. And I, so I'm super passionate about health and wellness, um, self-development, photography, obviously travel. So all those things are kind of different topics that I cover on my podcast And I'm really hoping to just expand it more with interviews like this and get more people on to share their experiences and just help others um, kind of build their dream life and figure out what it is they're passionate about and figure out a way to actually make that um, into their career and um, kind of help them just build their dream life. That was kind of my mission behind it. Mm
0: -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. (laughs) So with, the mission behind the podcast, um, creating people to have their, helping people create their dream life. How do you do that? And what are some things you do daily to do that? Okay. That's
1: a good question. So, um, I guess, um, it's always hard to figure out what you want, I feel like. And so that's kind of where you have to start. And, So what I do um, to do that is I'm really big about Pinterest and vision boards and all that, and I I, like swear by them. I had a vision board two years ago that I made, and at the end of the year, I had literally done every single thing on it, and not even intentionally. I would just wake up right next to it, and everything just by the end of the year, I had done that or been to that place or eaten that food or whatever it would have been. So that's kind of where I start is to figuring out what even is my dream life and where do I wanna take my life? And then based off of that, um, I kind of set monthly and weekly um, and yearly goals as to how I'm gonna achieve that dream life. And so I actually have a wall in my room where I put up little post-it notes and they're kind of my yearly goals and then my monthly goals. And I have that in my room and I see that every day And that really helps me have, like, the visual aspect of it, where you see it every day. It's more likely to happen in your life um, as you're going to, like, look at it and you want to work towards it. So that's really helped. And, um, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's perfect. That's so good. You had a interesting way that I didn't really click for me until now, but creating the vision board first and then doing the goals was really interesting because I think people just jump straight to the goals and they're like, now I'll make the vision board. But Mm -hmm. if you, it's kind of like working backwards, doing the vision board first gives you the visual. It helps you like feel into that energy and see it. And then you set the action steps. So that was well said. Very okay. good job well done. <laughs> um what is next for you? Um in general or within personal development? When's something new for you?
1: Um, that's a, so I guess I'm really hoping to at the end of this year as well further expand my photography business, um, especially just working on shifting that over to Denver once I move out. So that'll be a big step for me, um, business wise, and then continuing to work on my podcast. There's people once I move out to college that I'm already looking to interview there. Um, and so that's really exciting for the podcast. And then self-development wise, um, I'm just constantly learning and reading and listening to podcasts and, Constantly trying to learn more for myself, um, and that hopefully will like reflect in my life. So, whatever that means, continuing journaling. But, hope eventually I'm hoping to go on another retreat, um, maybe photography related, maybe another life one. But I think that was just life changing, and mm-hmm. hopefully, um, I'll get the opportunity to do that again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I definitely want to do another retreat. <laughs> Um, I I had a question and it went right over my head. Oh, okay. Um, when you started your personal development journey, when was it? What did it look like? What got you started? All the things.
1: Yeah. So I don't really have like a solid answer for this one, but (laughs) it's like a very weird way, I guess. But what I remember is it was like December of 2019 and I was on vacation in Florida, and I was just, I just got into this spiral of all these self-development YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and that kind of first got me introduced to it, um, to just these topics of like, um, like what you talk about on your podcast, and just in general, like the perfectionism, procrastination, um, journaling, meditation, anything in that related to that. And so those YouTube videos just got me started, and then I found podcasts, listened to those, Um, And then the more I began to learn about it just through reading and all that, the more I began to apply it in my life. So I started like more of daily practices like meditating in the morning, journaling at night, doing like manifestation meditations or um, scripting and journaling and all just a variety of things just to try it out because it was fun for me. And um, now I'm at the point where it's just kind of become a part of my life and I don't even – it's not really a second thought to – do the meditation in the morning or do the journaling. It's just like, Oh, if I feel like I'm really reaching for this goal and maybe it's not coming as quickly as I want, I'm just going to put on a manifestation meditation and go do that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just become second nature in my life. And, um, but it's definitely been like a solid three years of that.
0: Mm, I agree wholeheartedly. It just becomes second nature at some point Mm -hmm. with meditation for newbies what would you say is a good piece of advice for them?
1: I would just say to remember that meditation is not that you're sitting there and you have no thoughts in your head. It's the process of like not fully thinking those thoughts and not really like not giving into them. It's the process of kind of just, okay, there's a thought, ignore it, move on, clear my head again. Like that whole process is what meditation is. It's not you're just sitting there, there's no thoughts, because that's never really the reality, like, you're always going to be thinking about something, always going to have thoughts running through your head, so just, and the more you do it, the easier it'll get, it's always hard when you start out at first, and some days are going to be better than others, some days I can only sit for five minutes, and that's all I have in me, other days I could do 20, 20, um, 25, or even more, so it really depends, you can't compare every day to each other, like, every day is going to be different, and really just do what
0: you feel you need that day Mm, yep very well said I had to start off with a minute because I could not meditate to save my life Mm -hmm. but learning the difference between not the difference between but learning all the different varieties and guided meditation is just my thing and that's okay I don't have to be someone who doesn't use a meditation app or YouTube video or podcast or whatever
1: Yeah, and I switch it up all the time. It kind of just, like, I wake up, if I feel like I just need complete silence, I just won't even, like, grab my phone and just, like, sit there. Mm -hmm. Other days, I really need something to play so that I can even, like, focus. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll do that. Other days, I'll have something that's more, like, a visual one where you're visualizing and it's more, like, okay, working towards your goals, like, manifesting those. So it really depends on the day. Sometimes they're affirmations. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you just have to figure out what works for you. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like what you said about like bringing in the affirmations. Like you can mix and match the tools you use yeah. all the time. So, I love that. Great point. So, bringing us a little bit back to the retreat. Um how did you find Tay and Cass and what made you actually sign up for the retreat?
1: Yeah. So, I followed Cass for about a year I would say just with her photography I was just looking for other photographers who have like a similar style to me and just learning from them and I found Cass actually before Tay Mm -hmm. and um followed her and then saw that she had a podcast listened to a few episodes learned about Taylor loved like their whole energy together and all that so started following them both but Honestly, I didn't follow them both in the podcast for a long time before they released that they were doing a retreat, Mm -hmm. but I was really looking to do a retreat at the time that they, like, posted it, and there was another one that I was really interested in doing, but by the time I figured out that if it would work with my schedule and all that, it was booked. So I was like, okay, so I actually did a little journaling session, and I was like, a retreat's going to come to me, it's going to be a perfect opportunity for me, I don't know what it looks like yet, but... It'll just come, and then the next day or so, I, I saw their thing pop up, and I was like, "Okay, well, this is literally perfect." <laughs> um, and also, I love the fact that they're both photographers because that's something that's really that I'm passionate about as well. And I knew that I could learn from them not only from a life and like personal development perspective, but also a little bit about photography. And so. That kind of just drew me to them but it didn't really click until i was driving up to the house in tahoe that mm-hmm. what had i really signed up for like i don't know any of these women and i'm gonna spend the next like four days with them so mm-hmm. that kind of took me as a surprise but i just kind of went for it when i signed up
0: mm-hmm. that is so interesting the thing that interests me the most is that you were looking for a retreat because mm-hmm when I came home or when I was about to go away and I told people, oh, I'm going to a retreat, they're like, what's that? I don't understand. Like, what's a retreat? So, like, how did you come to that term or made you decide that you wanted to do that?
1: Yeah, well, I've heard about retreats in the past. And my mom's also um, into, like, self-development and spirituality. So I know a lot from her as well. And so I was looking to do this. So it was my senior year of high school. And I knew at the end of the year, I either wanted to do this big trip through Europe, which didn't end up happening because of COVID and just everything was just so complicated. So my mom was like, okay, well, I really want you to have some kind of experience. And my parents are really big about having like experiences over things. And so my mom knew I was into self-development and all that. So she's like, maybe look into some retreats. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. Um, But everything was kind of more, I don't know, Just it didn't feel right, and so then when I saw theirs, it just kind of fit perfectly because they had that balance of both like the life and just like the deep stuff and all like the I don't know it was just a perfect balance for me. They had the yoga, they had the meditations, they had like those TED Talk type things, and um, so I kind of just fell in love once I saw that pop up, and I just felt like it was right, so just went for it.
0: Mm, That is so amazing. Cheers to your mom! Like that is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so with just acknowledging your age, Mm -hmm. what advice do you have for people who are around your age in high school, trying to discover themselves? What advice do you have for them just in general?
1: Yeah, I think that's really tough. Um, just when you're at the point where you really don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And I was definitely at that point for a while, and I honestly think the best thing you can do is just kind of sit with yourself. And I think what my generation kind of does nowadays is when we're bored or when we don't have something to do, we kind of pacify those feelings with social media or with our phones. And we're never really sitting in the discomfort of just like not knowing what to do or not knowing who we are. And so I would just really say like lean into that discomfort discomfort and do um, that. Hopefully you'll figure out, you'll, your brain will start to think, be more creative. Maybe you'll think of some ideas of things you'd love to do. Go, to, go try that, whether it's um, going and taking photos, or if it's another hobby that you want to try cooking, or um, whatever it may look like. Just really um, figure out all these different passions that you could do, and lean into them as much as you can, because you never know what could come out of them. And just figure out other things to do besides just constantly being on your phone. Like I know it's so much easier (laughs) said than done and I'm guilty. I'm obviously on my phone sometimes too, but um, I think it's so important for us to have lives outside of just um, our phones and social media and just being in the moment because we'll never get that time back. Mm -hmm. And if you're not filling it with things you love, then what's really the point?
0: Mm, Mic drop. (laughs) What do you want the final takeaway of this conversation to be for the listeners?
1: I would love them to just know that you can do anything, no matter what, no matter your age, no matter um, where you're from, what you've been through, like, whatever you want to do, you can do that. And just you need to find your people who are going to support you, whether that's through a retreat, through a podcast, through coaching with tea, whatever it is. Um, find that community, and then go for it, go for whatever you want to do, um, make those vision boards, figure <laughs> out what you want, and then just send it, that's all I can say, mm,
0: full send, full send, full send. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming on, share with the listeners how they can get connected with you,
1: yeah, so, um, I have a podcast Instagram, which is called the Wonderlust Life Pod, and then I also have a photography account, which is A.V. Staples Photo, and you can look more into my photography there. But, yeah, I'd love to connect with all you guys. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. It was so much fun.
0: Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Battle of the Mind. Please keep in mind, if you did enjoy this episode, please let me know. You can leave a review. You can screenshot And share to your socials and tag me so that I can see the impact it's making for you. You can just slide into my DMs on any of my socials. The links will be in the description. I would love to get connected with you and hear how these episodes are making an impact in your life. Again, just thank you so much for bringing me along in your day. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And I'm excited for you to make these shifts for yourself so that you can create a life you love. If you would like more support in any of the things we're talking about on the podcast, please feel free to visit the website. It is www.tthelevelupcoach.com. There are so many goodies there for you guys. I have quick, easy, accessible downloads for you guys, from affirmations to mantras, so much more please use those. They are created for you to support you and help you create a alignment with yourself, create an abundance in your life, and to accept yourself as you are. I am sending you so much love this week, and I cannot wait for the next episode. Until then, bye!